welcome to the Polygon Show. I am Simone de Rochefort. I did the thing. I, so I recorded Rocket last night. Usually I record Rocket, my other podcast, after the Polygon Show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have those words in my head. But we open every episode of Rocket by saying, uh, welcome to Rocket, Accelerated Geek Conversation. And every so often I start to say hello and welcome to the Polygon Show, Accelerated Geek <laughs> Conversation. I cross my streams and that's illegal. But this is the Polygon Show. Is but- it? <laughs> I think so. There's Who just are a you lot guys? of overlap there. I guess it works either way. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, I talk about Apple earnings, and the other one, I talk about Apple video games. Am I right, ladies? Um, what if we talked about Apple earnings? I could. No. Wow. You <laughs> I, shut me down. Right away, because that sounds... I mean, it's really good and compelling when you do it. Thank you. I, I exactly. Was like, That's so nice because I was like, "Ooh, Chelsea, you're in danger, girl. You are in anti-territory." <laughs> Chelsea now. logs onto Apple Podcasts. <laughs> it's really compelling when Simone does it. <laughs> it's compelling when Simone tells me about money. That the iPhone is less than a third of Apple's earnings this year for the first time since 2012. So, Chelsea, I'm here today with with Simone. I'm Simone. And Chelsea Stark. <laughs> Hi! And Allegra Frank. Oh, that was... Hello. Yeah, oh. I switched it up. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. First of all, first, first, first of all, thank you so much to everybody who emailed us uh, last week to either talk about Ashley or about how much they love the show. Uh, we got so 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 many nice emails um and i sh- i should share the parts of them with her that are relevant to her and how much people love her because that's important to know when people love you um but i really appreciate that i think she will too uh, i know allegra and chelsea also appreciated those nice messages yeah. so thank you they, they were so it, it warmed my heart like people were so nice and thoughtful and caring mm-hmm. and supportive because this isn't like fun for us as well, and I really appreciate y'all's understanding and patience. Yeah. And it's even less fun than Apple earnings. <laughs> it's nice also to get, we asked for suggestions last week, and those were fun to read as well. As Allegra um, is like clambering upwards in her chair. Yeah, well, I'm sitting in my classic Allegra position, which is me trying to fold into myself. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, which should shock you because it's so comfortable. Looking. Well, you are... Approaching on the age of 26, one day you will not be able to do this anymore. Oh my God. So I always like to check my flexibility because I have very few things that I pride in myself and one of them is my flexibility. So I'll put my, if I'm at the gym, I'll put my feet behind my head. Oh my God. And like put them flat on the, well not flat on the floor, but my toes are touching the floor, you know, like they're both on the floor. And every time if I ever if I can't like put them both on the floor at the same time, like maybe it hurts a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm closer to death. I am going to die soon. I can't do this. One of my legs is slightly less flexible than the other one. I'm so miserable. Meanwhile, I've managed to pull my neck and shoulder this week. And I am in pain, just constant pain. So you know what? You I know. know what? Very happy for Allegra. Yeah. Meanwhile, everything's fine. I can show you guys after if you want. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see that. Uh, but let's talk about some video games as we're doing on this show. We're not obviously changing up our format right away. Uh, we need to think about stuff, all your good suggestions and our own good ideas first. So today's going to be a classic Polygon show. We got some fun topics such as a Grand Theft Auto V, which Chelsea's diving back into. And uh, Allegra is playing Fire Emblem Three Houses. And I cannot wait. I bet, I bet no one can guess 
what she's going to talk about. <laughs> it's boys. <laughs> Always. But first, uh, I have something very important to talk about, and that is that Thursday. Thursday, the day at before, the day before this podcast comes out, is going to be the 14th annual Rattle and Hum Day celebration. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You, new listener to the show who hasn't caught up on the other 100 or whatever episodes yet, you're saying, I've never heard of Rattle and Hum Day. Is that an important holiday? Perhaps something local to New York City where Simone lives. Oh, I would love to know more about it. Let me tell you about it. It is, of course... (laughs) The day that me and my friends from high school get together, either together physically or remotely online, and we watch the YouTube concert documentary, Rattle and Hum, as we've done for the past 14 years, since I was 15 and I moved to France, and at my goodbye party where they blindfolded me and walked me to my friend's house after that part of the party, which is very fun, we watched Rattle and Hum, not for the first time, definitely not for the last time either. How do you own, I mean, like, in what physical media form do you own Rattle and Hum? How are you watching it? How are you? Okay. I have it on DVD. Good. Um, but because we are, we all live in different places now, like I'm in New York, uh, a lot of my friends are in California, um, it used to be them in California, me in Washington, one of us was in Korea at one point, uh, we've had to come up with alternate methods, and one of them has been watching, somebody has basically uploaded the whole movie to YouTube mm. in separate clips, so we'll use Rabbit to do that sometimes. Oh, Rabbit Love is Rabbit. so cool. Rabbit is great. Yeah. It can be a bit, like I've had bad luck um, streaming, say, Netflix with Rabbit, but if it's a short YouTube clip, it works pretty great. Um, we played Jackbox games on the rabbit. That's cool. Oh, that's fun. Oh my god, that's really smart. Yeah, we use rabbit to play TKO with my friends on the West Coast and Aww. the East Coast. See, you thought this segment wouldn't be about games. I watched the um, Adnan Syed documentary series with my friend on rabbits. Wow. <laughs> so I like how we well, all have uh, very specific and distinct usages. Of did that work form. okay for you? It was great. There was no lag or anything. Yeah. So it was like HBO Go I was mm-hmm. using. So I did solicit suggestions because of the problems that we've had in previous years. Um, and some people suggested doing a screen share through Discord, which mm. I think would also be great. Yeah. Um, and what we might end up doing, and I'm telling you this now because this episode will go up on Friday when Rattle and Hum Day has already passed. Um, we are probably going to stream someone's DVD to Twitch and watch it through Twitch <laughs> to together. Twitch. <laughs> and it, that is technically piracy. But listen... I, I know, like, eight people who've bought copies of this fucking DVD, okay? We're, we've done our part. Um, and also, I don't think anyone's going to be looking at on Twitch for those, you know, YouTube concert documentaries. I was going to say you should post a link, but I guess not. Do not post a link. I want to watch. Send it to me. I mean, it's not going to be on my account. I'm not committing the piracy. I'm merely watching it happen in front of me and doing nothing. But yeah. A also, co-pirate, really. A co-pirate. <laughs> Co-pirate. Pirates are scary, and I would never interfere with Wait, so Simone, we have the basic gist of Rattle and Hum Day, obviously, which is you watching Rattle and Hum. While eating ice cream sandwiches and trying to break my record. So what of of the ice cream sandwiches you eat during? Yes. You ate eight? 
One year I ate eight. That's a lot. So I was going to ask, okay, that's that helps answer my question of what else are you doing? Are you guys chatting about it? Are you just wrapped listening to your favorite U2 songs? Oh, <laughs> yes. So there, there are so many wonderful parts, iconic parts of Rattle and Hum, the concert documentary by U2. Um, <laughs> Some of there are some memorable scenes, for example, when they're trying to do an interview and nobody will answer questions seriously. And Adam begins trying to answer a question, but he keeps gesturing with his hands. And then Larry Mullen Jr. starts mimicking his hand gestures. And then Adam says, fuck this. And they stop the interview. That's a great part. Um, There's also the part where they're in a church doing uh, where the streets have no name. And Larry gets a, a small conga drum and he says, a conga, me very own conga. That's a great part, too. So we'll usually laugh and chat over Skype or whatever, rabbit, at those moments. But when they transition to Sunday Bloody Sunday, everything is silent because that is the most moving YouTube performance that I have ever seen 14 or more times. <laughs> Probably in my life. or more. Definitely or more, because I used to watch this movie a lot in high school. Uh, oh, my God. It's a very important day. I know. One of the first things I learned about you as a person was your love for you, too, which I will still never reconcile with who you are otherwise. And it's my favorite thing about you. They're a good band. And you still won't listen to the best podcast, which is also about you, too. You talking you, too, to me. It's so long. It's very long. You, yeah, you hear that they don't even talk about you, too. Well, they do. It just takes them an hour and a half to get no, to it. No, I don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. And how many times have you watched Rattle and Hum? 14 or more. <laughs> How many times since the annual viewing have you watched it? Right. So right now in my life, I only watch it once a year. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Which, come on. How many movies do you watch once a year? <laughs> I don't know. There Every movie go. I've seen once this year. <laughs> I was going to say, like, what? Wait. Okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like <a> prank. <laughs> but uh, repeatedly for more years. <laughs> Listen. I just forgot the name of the movie that I probably have watched once a year for the last four years. Lord of the Rings. No. It's it's got Anne Anne Hathaway. Devil Um, Wears Prada. Devil Wears Prada. I went straight to Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) No! Um, I don't want to be that sad all the time. Oh my god, Brokeback Mountain is so good though. I love that that's what you think of when you think of Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway's classic role. (laughs) It was bad. I actually thought Pride and Prejudice first, and then I was like, no, that's Kira Knightley. Mm. What's the other one? Oh, Brokeback Mountain. What's the other Um, Kira? (laughs) So uh, that's what I am going to be doing this week. I'm very excited. If you two. I mean, if you also listen, <laughs> you two, you two fans, listening. listeners, if you would like to join in Rattle and Hum Day, it is August 1st every year, except for some years when we've had to do it later because of time differences. <laughs> but generally, it is August 1st every year and it's wonderful. So, um, yep. <laughs> well, I'm excited. I'm sure you'll give us the review next week of how Rattle and Hum Day went. I'll let you know how it, yeah. <laughs> I want to at least know about the level of number of ice cream sandwiches oh, and yeah. how many people get arrested for piracy. Oh, yes. I'll give you those two stats. What next kind week. of ice cream sandwich? Uh, usually just the traditional kind vanilla ice cream with a chocolate cookie. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
We I like to keep it classic, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Traditions. Traditions. What a beautiful thing. It's Every a beautiful year, tradition. Children go back to school. That's a tradition. And now Allegra is going back to school. And Fire Emblem, three houses. It, and back to horny boy school. The thing Ooh. that's especially, it's interesting though, because I'm the not going title? as a kid. I'm going as the teacher. So I'm not Hoffer teacher. I'm the hot teacher now, oh my God. baby. So um, it's actually been interesting because I, ever since I left Polygon, to go to Vox. I haven't been playing as many games. Um, just, I don't really have as much time and I have to do other things now. But I also think it's like, sometimes I fall out of love with games where I'm like, I don't know, I feel like I could be using my time elsewhere or I can't stay focused on this. So when I find a game that I'm really, really into, I'm like, oh, this is why I love video games. And that is how I feel about Fire Emblem Three Houses. Plot summary first. So Fire Emblem Three Houses is the first Fire Emblem game for Switch. It just came out, um, I guess a week ago, maybe, very end of the month. And it is kind of in the same vein as all the other Fire Emblem games, which are like tactical RPGs where you're kind of commanding like a battalion of army members, like soldiers. A a battalion of hot anime people. Hot anime people who all have different like classes, you know, like archers and swordsmen and stuff. And they can flirt with each other and you. And in the other Fire Emblem games, you could have babies, a lot of babies. And it was awesome. And everyone's hot. So this game's a little. It really does sit in this weird Venn diagram of like mm. tactics and haunt, yes. which few games capture. Turn-based it's, tactics of all things. It's like, really yeah. weird because the fighting is the driest not, thing and the wettest. Yeah, thing. it's very dry. Yes, it's very very dry. And then you get out of battle, and everyone is just pouring liquids, baby. Stop They're sweating. Cancelled. The podcast is over. After much reflection, we've decided to end it all. And also can't. It's wet all over. There's just puddles. Wow. Um, oh, so Chelsea. So I, I just love it because I love like kind of dating type sims and you know, in it's kind of like in Persona, right? Where you have the split between the fighting and the Going to school, hanging out with people. Like this game in particular, Three Houses, very much feels like a Persona game in that way. Um, So in Three Houses, you have the same sort of setup of like you are leading this little army against people who are bad. There's a weird religious aspect. The story in Fire Emblem is very stupid always, and I don't know what's going on. The point is... When I'm not fighting, I'm the professor at this monastery, which is divided into three houses, kind of like Harry Potter style, where there's like a leader of each house. And then there are like a bunch of students in each house under that leader. And then you get to choose which house you are the professor for. And Sick. Yeah. So that is where I spent the most time before I even got this game. Trying to decide which house to join. Because it's not like Harry Potter where you're sorted, right? I, I have to choose. Which is weird that you have to choose when the the things are like based on geography. It doesn't the houses are just based on the land geography. As I was told after I tried to compare it to Harry Potter in the Nintendo demo and they were like, "No." Oh. But <laughs> well, also- you know what? They shouldn't have made a fucking game that takes place in a big ornate castle school where there are three houses. I mean, I realize yeah. there are four houses in Harry Potter, but you know. Well, yeah. nobody it's nobody true. likes four is an unlucky number. So. Nobody likes Hufflepuff anyway, so it's <gasps> Exactly. I'm trying. To, or is this news to you? Is Hufflepuff canceled? Yes. Yeah. Oh shit! 
It didn't do anything bad. Don't worry. Okay. It just it's, was boring. It's just boring. It's mm-hmm. just the wow. house of nice badgers. Every every, uh, every one of our listeners who are all Hufflepuffs, by the way, are screaming in pain. <laughs> All of our listeners are Hufflepuffs and Slytherins, and I challenge anyone to well, disagree I'm, with me. I'm a Slytherin. I'm, Slytherins. So. I'm a Gryffindor, thanks. Ugh, okay. Um, so I chose, there's the red house, which is called the Black Eagles. I don't know why, because it's red. Um, <laughs> there's the yellow house, which is called Golden Deer, something that okay. makes more sense because it's yellow. And then there's the blue house, which is Blue Lions, the one that makes the most sense. So the way I had to decide was be, based on who has the hottest students. Which house has the hottest students? Because you date, you can, I think you really can date anyone, but it's harder if they're not in your house. You're a professor dating students, excuse me. So that was my qualm here. So when I was trying to decide which house to go with, I had to assess not just how hot everyone was, but how uncomfortable I felt thinking that they were hot. (laughs) So I was going to go for the Blue Lions house, which does have a very beautiful man named Dimitri. I was going to say, I hear that there are three other hot teachers. Yes. So Dimitri is very beautiful. He's the house leader for Blue Lions. And there's a boy in his house named Ash, who I thought was pretty cute. Like he has like kind of cute, longish gray hair. And I was like, okay, he seems kind of like a punky, like cool, shy kid. I could date him. But then in game, he looked 12. He looked 12. And I was like, I know I'm not going to date you when you're 12, but I will always think of you when you're 12. And I don't think I can do this. So that is literally... Oh, so it was it was Ash that made me uncomfortable, and then this other guy. I was like, okay, maybe this guy Sylvan or Sylvain. I don't know how to pronounce it. He seems like kind of cute, but then I talked to him. He's a freaking fuck boy. He is so <laughs> horny, which like we all are. And you know what? I kind of respect your lack of shame about it. But he was like, oh, you're a teacher and a woman. I'm in, and I'm like, wow, wow, yeah, wait, wow. a teacher and a <laughs> you're woman. You're not just a teacher. Are you you're kidding a female? me? I hit the fucking jackpot here. <laughs> so you can still recruit him if you're if you play as a female character, even if he's on your house. All you have to do is go up to him, and you have the option to try and recruit anyone. Um, but they have like specific uh, like qualifications or requirements. But you just go up to him and you're like, hey, dude, you want to just come join my house instead? And he's like, you know, I've been thinking about you ever since I met you. And yes, I would love to get even closer to you. So I will join him. My like, God. Okay. So I was like, I can't date him. He's too horny. That's too easy. <laughs> I like the chase. So I was like, <laughs> I looked at Golden Deer. Claude, the house leader there, he's cute. I don't remember the faces of a single other person in that goddamn boring ass house. So I was like, next. (laughs) So then I looked at Black Eagles, the red team, which I love red. I generally pick red anyway. Mm -hmm. So I was already drawn to it. Edelgard, the woman who's in charge, the only female house leader, is beautiful. She is hot as heck. I don't know if I can date her, but I was like, you know what? At least I got a hottie with me rolling here. Mm-hmm. We rolling together. We wilding out. The squad hotties. is here. The squad. Group chat rolled up. We're both hot. <laughs> <laughs> Edelgard's hot. There's also this girl, Petra, who is like the foreigner who doesn't speak English very well. And she's also really hot. So I was like, okay, I'm cool with you. And there was this one boy who I was like, you know, you're not hot, but you're pretty enough that I would put my mouth on you and not feel weird about it because you look very old. <laughs> 
But then I found out he is also shit who thinks he's better than everyone. And I'm like, I like boys who don't have self-esteem. So now I'm in a position where I don't know who I will date. And the only people who are hot are the ladies that are rolling back with me, which is great. But I don't think I can date them. This is just a consistent problem with anime boys because they're all hot. Mm Mm-hmm. They're drawn that way. They're very hot. You're not going to find one with low self-esteem. I know. That's the thing. They're Even not out there. When the ones that do have low self-esteem show up, it's like you, you're you just an asshole because you're hot. And you know that. <laughs> like, I should not be dating someone beautiful. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to me either. What about Hubert? I'm looking at Hubert now. He kind of looks like he's dead. Um, he's got no eyebrows. Uh, his cheeks are kind of sunken in, and he has no lips to speak of. <laughs> this is, sounds like exactly your type. Black hair covering one eye. So, uh, and he's twenty years old, but he looks like he could be forty. So he is very good in battle, and I think we're going to become very. Close. And he's good also in... a student. <laughs> he's twenty and a student. Why did Hubert and get held 40. back? Because he has no eyebrows. I think that this school is different from regular schools. <laughs> the thing that's weird about this game is, I, so I don't know what they're supposed to be learning. I'm supposed to be teaching them, and I'm not sure what I'm teaching, and I don't know how I'm qualified. You're teaching them battle. I guess so, but then in between battles, it's actually kind of upsetting. I'll talk to the students like after a battle, and they're like, I don't know why we have to keep killing all these people. And I'm like, oh, shit, me neither, because I don't read the cutscenes. <laughs> I can't even tell you why. No. What's wait? Why are you not reading the cutscenes? It's so boring. They always are like, "Art thou going to the ball?" And I'm like, "Bitch, no." <laughs> Press and B. This is why are you going to the ball? I'll probably go to the ball. I don't know. Did nobody invite you? Well, I don't know who to date. So. If I had a boyfriend, I'd go to the mall. Just so you know, Hubert is very loyal to Edelgard, and he'll consider killing you if you if he thinks that you aren't useful to her. That sounds like the kind of guy that I could get behind. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. I like this, actually, because I love Edelgard. She's beautiful. Yeah. You have okay. that in common. There's also Linhart. So I'm divided between Hubert and Linhart, who are both mages, and they look very similar. But Linhart doesn't <laughs> look as dead. He looks like the slightly zombified version. Hmm. <laughs> Linhart, let me. Oh. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, I Describe. Like him. Uh, he has green hair, uh, bl- navy blue eyes. Thin but certainly defined brows, a non-sunken face, still no lips to speak of. His hair is in kind of a bob, but you can see that at the back there's a little no. little ponytail. I cannot. I could never date a man with a little ponytail. And a bob. Well, your loss, Allegra's gain. Yeah. So should I go for Linhart? Maybe. Yeah. Okay. Are you sure you don't want no eyebrows? Oh, I got to decide. Yeah, I don't know. Do I want eyebrows rubbing against my face or just bare skin? Whoa, hang on. Linhart hates constraints and loves his freedom, so he does his best to avoid worries and problems and indulges in lazing about. Wow, I think you picked the right one. That's you. (laughs) That's me. We're both non-confrontational. Linhart likes sleeping in, midday naps, reading, fishing. Oh, my God. Sweets and freedom. Freedom. Yeah, I, you know, all those people that hate freedom are really, you know. Oh my God, I'm so on Linhart's mm-hmm. page now. Damn. He dislikes fighting, blood, weapons, duty, self restraint, <laughs> politics, and ghosts. <laughs> Why? 
goes. Why is he in fighting school if he hates fighting? His parents probably made him go. Not only do I hate blood, I hate ghosts. I hate them when they're dying, and I hate them when they're dead. That's Linhart's coat of arms. Okay, well, um, thank you for helping me figure well, out. He only I'll possesses take. a minor crest of Saint Kathleen, so I don't know about that. <laughs> he might not be good enough for you, but that sounds like the right choice. So great. I hope that we've helped in some way. This really does help. It's a fantastic game that will now get even better because it's about to get hotter. Can I ask? So we, we've talked a lot about it. What do you enjoy? Do you enjoy the tactical gameplay or do you just enjoy dating people? Oh, okay. So I love like turn-based strategy games like that, which I know makes people think of like Warhammer or whatever. Uh-huh. But I love like tactics RPGs, like Final Fantasy Tactics. I love that game so much, like that whole series, mm-hmm. which is the same kind of thing where you have like a group and then everyone has a different class. And then, you know, I love like maps and then you have a very specific way you can yeah. go. Wait, have you ever played like a civilization game? Well, I only like Japanese games. <laughs> so no. I was talking to someone I was like, well that game was made <laughs> never mind, I won't say it. So anyway, I like Japanese games. So, so I So you only okay. I only play Japanese games these days now that I don't work for Polygon. <laughs> um so yeah, I really love other Fire Emblem games too, which are I mean, definitely dating heavy, but that's more of like a recent thing Mm -hmm. that you can marry people. So I also have the GBA one, which was the first one that came to America. Um, And that one has no dating at all. Like, it's just like storyline with cutscenes and the battles. Mm -hmm. And I love doing the battles. Like, that's why I'm playing. But it's fun to have the, you know, the sim type stuff in between. It's cool. Yeah, it is such a weird combo. And I like I do not enjoy Tactical RPGs, although that's maybe just because I've really only looked at Fire Emblem and it looks like the most boring thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, But I'm happy for you. I'm happy you found something that appeals to both your interests. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I really love that style of gameplay, which I think, based on what you just suggested, Chelsea, of like civilization, like that seems dreadfully dull to me. But Fire Emblem, dreadfully, it's dreadfully dull. Civilization, I. I've played like a couple Civ games and I was like, I won't like this. And then I started playing it and I was like, oh, it's now two in the morning. <laughs> it, it's, it's weird. Like, it's just like something about it is very oddly soothing. Mm. I've heard that. Um, that said, I'm not going to make you play a game you wouldn't like, but it's surprising to me mm-hmm. that you haven't tried. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll decide to play games that aren't made by Japanese people again. Okay. Well, uh, see about that. I, I so I played I played like an hour long demo, and by played I mean mostly another person played because it was a Nintendo person <laughs> from Treehouse, mm-hmm. um, and it was like so menu heavy that I was like, "You've already <laughs> played for fifty five minutes. Why am I going to play for the last five and not know what I'm doing?" Um, and I really, but I really liked how cinematic the battles are now that it's on Switch. Now that it's like a very full HD game, it looks really cool. Like mm-hmm. I saw you have all the battalions behind your heroes, and so you like make them overrun on people and stuff. Yeah. And that's really cool. I was like, okay, this is kind of pretty, and all yeah. the the fights look really cool. I think you would like this game, Chelsea, especially because it also has those Persona. Elements. I know. Oh, trust me, I like. I've thought a lot about. I probably am going to buy it. Yeah, I mean, I've been telling Chelsea like every day that I've seen her this week that she needs to play. Uh. Like, you I, too, Simone. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But you've been playing something else, Chelsea. You've been playing Grand Theft Auto Five. I have. Well, I played it on Sunday because um, they so Grand Theft Auto Online just added a casino expansion. So now the city, the fake Los Angeles city has this big casino in it and you can go and gamble and do a bunch of casino related activities you can bet on the ponies Um, (laughs) pony races yeah you can go to the high roller tables you can also there's a bunch of missions that if you get a like a high roller penthouse there's a bunch of missions from that it's actually like a whole bunch of stuff Mm. which is crazy for a game that is super old Mm. at this point um so my friends were all doing it we're like we're gonna go just mess around in the casino see what it's all about so I don't think I've ever explained my Grand Theft Auto online character to you guys because it's got very the game has a lot of character customization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I made a, a woman who's probably a little over six feet tall. <laughs> um, she's got some stringy br- blonde hair. She looks like she's never seen sunscreen in her life. Oh, um, and maybe also has heavy, heavily smoked, <laughs> used other substances. <laughs> Um, I gave her a big chest tattoo with a dollar sign. Oh my god! And a very bad tan. It just went for like full ridiculous. I rolled up to the casino in a pink suit. Hell yeah, <laughs> Chelsea! Pink suit, high heels, and a cowboy hat. Yes, you are wow. uh, my kind of my kind of gal. Yeah. Baller. Yes. So just want you to set the scene for you. Mm-hmm. Uh. Even though the Grand Theft Auto has all this new content, it's still a bitch to load into. It took like 10 minutes. So all of my friends had loaded in, and then I had was like, crap, how do I even get there? I had to like get there. My friend picked me up in a helicopter. It was great. <laughs> um, it was very silly. So I was the last one. So there's the feature after you get to this casino, there's a, a wheel where you basically get to spin once a day and earn stuff. So you have to become a member of the casino, which is like 500 bucks. They give you chips, and they're like, go spin the prize wheel. Won't it be fun? And I'm like, whatever. All of my friends had spun the prize wheel. I walk up to this giant Price is Right style glittering wheel. And behind some velvet ropes is like a new car. Uh, And I, there's no prompt on what, how to spin the wheel on the buttons. And so I just kind of like bumped the (laughs) controller. And it spun like I did a granny spin. My character kind of just leaned over. Oh my God. And did like a little push. (laughs) And then it just kind of went beep. Beep, beep, and I won a car. Wow. Amazing. I won the car. My friends were all very upset at me. Uh, did they just start screaming on Mike? Yes, they were all like, yeah. Everybody was screaming on Mike because I won this car called the Thrax, which I don't know the analogy to a real car because mm-hmm. I don't know anything about real cars. Mm-hmm. But it's a very nice sports car that it was bright orange. Wow. Oh, my God. Your character. Does your character have a name? 
Um, no, I think that this is just alt universe trash Chelsea, really. Oh, okay. So uh, trash Chelsea oh, is now killing wow. it. This looks like a really fancy car. Yeah, it's really fancy. And you can go, I went into first person mode. I was like, damn, look at this beautiful car. The windows are all pink tinted. Wow. Oh, nice. So you kept the car, right? Yeah, it just shows up in my garage. So I went and sat in it and I was like, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Um, you win. I win. So... Um, I'm a jerk is basically the, the, and then you can use it in different, most of what my friends and I do. And when we play GTA is it has a lot of really ridiculous stunt races. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can use your, I used my car in one of them, but we played this race. It's like, I started using my car and then my car, you run over this pad and my car transformed into a jet ski. What? Wow. Yeah. What? Wait, 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 wait. What? It transforms? It transforms. It's like they have these new races where the you you move to different vehicles and you're doing crazy stunts. So I like went up a freaking ramp and did all this shit in my car and then it transformed into a jet ski over water and then it transformed into like a plane. <laughs> and wow. by the way, I do not know how to fly planes. In any, we talked about this on the Outer Wilds and it's still true. <laughs> I just basically flip upside down right away. <laughs> Wow. I never played a flight sim. This is what Sean and I have discovered. I was like, I've never played, like, I never played Ace Combat. I never played a flight sim. So when it's, like, a plane that's more complex than, like, two buttons, I'm like, what do I do? And I immediately Whoop. flip upside down. Wow. And like crash into fish. Like a dead fish and crash into the ground or water. Wait, you crash? Did you crash like the plane? A, yes. Your like, plane car? Your car? No, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. It's, it, in the, it doesn't matter what your car happens to your car during the race they always come back oh good okay you can lose your car and get it impounded in grand theft auto online Ooh. like if you do a crime and then the police take your car and then you don't go get it from the lot then it's like oh you lost your car can people steal your car from you absolutely i don't know if it i don't know if they'll retain possession forever you can call insurance and be like excuse me <laughs> wow so are your friends gonna try and steal your car shit they <laughs> Yeah, I have a I have a very nice apartment in Grand Theft Auto Online that is like a fancy loft apartment with a garage for oh all my, my cars. God. I have a hot pink uh, motorcycle. You're gonna get looted, man. How long did you have to play to get all that stuff? I played. I've been. I'm like level 35, and I've played a lot of Grand Theft Auto Online. I'm yeah. just not in a while, but it's like it was a. It's a fun game to just play and blow off steam with friends because it has a bunch of stunt races that are really silly or just like racing motorcycles in the rain like the simulation is really mm -hmm. good so it's really a fun game and i really regret not getting into it when it first started i hear that it takes a really long time to kind of build up enough money to get all the cool shit y yeah um well okay speaking of piracy uh-oh <laughs> here's the thing that happened um we there are people that hack the game and kind of do stuff we literally encountered a guy who had hacked his character to for some reason like he was completely naked with like full simulated oh, no. everything no, and he was no. but I know it was horrifying but he was also throwing money out on the street oh so is that how you got rich from the naked dude I mean I also did a bunch of crimes <laughs> I did a bunch of crimes and got me some money but don't then, worry I also stole and robbed but in the, is, in the way that the game intended versus uh, this additional one million dollars this is the gamer's compromise like oh god a horrible naked man I don't want to see this oh but he has free money <laughs> it was it was really strange because he'd given himself gray hair all over and oh! it, what I don't like how thick just no I mean like 
top and bottom. Oh, 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 okay. I, I was like picturing like sort it was of just a like Yeti why? situation. Yeah. <laughs> no, that Not would have been way, way, way less disturbing somehow than what he did. So uh, it was just like, yeah, I got it's a very thoughtful detail. A thoughtful detail. So I, I did. I probably had about a million dollars. I got an additional million dollars. And then a few weeks later when I logged into my account, it was like, hey, we're not going to take your money, but we noticed that the you shouldn't, like, this is illegal fake what? money. Yeah, oh, so man. I got, like, a flag. Uh, but it wasn't, it was fine. I don't, okay. I won't do it again. It's not your fault the naked man was being an altruistic I, I nice know, just dude. throwing all this money out. It's fine. Your naked benefactor. Exactly. Naked Robin Hood. Yeah. Naked Robin, yes. Um, so... Yes, but you know what, Simone? You can do heists, which are hilarious. I love the heists. I watched uh, Achievement Hunter's whole heist series. They're so funny as shit. They're just so good and easily can also go wrong so quickly. Yeah. They're like incredibly fun. I think you would actually really enjoy it. I know. I just don't have the time. Well, you can just log on and you can ride around in my car. Yay. Nice. That'll work. That'll do. <laughs> so you're like poor friend who has no money riding around. Please, Chelsea, but, let me ride in your car. That's fine. We can go shopping and wear matching cowboy hats. Aww. Yay. Cool. You'll buy me things? Yes. I'll be my in-game sugar mama? Yes. Nice. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap for the week. A uh, short show this week, but that is fine. Um, because there's a happy hour here at work, and also it's about to be Rayquaza uh, spawning in Pokemon Go's raids, mm. and um, I want it. I want it too, man. Yeah, I still want that shiny Ekans. If anyone has a shiny Ekans out there, please tweet me <laughs> because I really. This is want what's one. killing me. So they introduced the Team Rocket Pokestops in Pokemon Go, mm-hmm. and um, as part of that, they they also introduced a shiny Ekans and a shiny Coughing. So there have been Ekans and Coughings spawning all the fuck over. There so many. and no shinies for me. None. I, I noticed. That, I mean, like basically, maybe once every two weeks the pressure of everyone at work playing Pokemon Go will get to me and I'll load it up. (laughs) And so I loaded it up on my walk home from uh, the ferry through Greenpoint. Mm -hmm. And I was like, is this some kind of commentary on Greenpoint that there are just coughings (laughs) loading up everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. You should have checked them all. I live in Park Slope. And there are tons of coughings there too, so don't worry. It's no, not, I I figured just, out. Yeah. I remember. I remembered it was the Team Rocket event because I read Polygon.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah, dude, Simone, yeah. let's look out for each other because the shiny Arbok is beautiful. Have you seen it? It's, I have not seen it. It's gold. What? That's why I need Ekans because it's a freaking gold Arbok and it's beautiful. I want a gold Arbok Me too. so badly. Me too. I have so much Ekans candy. Me too. Because yeah. I've caught like 500 of them. What do you even. <sighs> what? Just, what do you have to say, We want the Chelsea? pretty snakes. I understand all of that. And I definitely want the pretty things too. I just <laughs> talked about my digital car. But I'm just saying that catching 500 digital snakes doesn't sound fun. It's not fun at all. Team Rocket is not fun. It sucks. It sucks. Actually, I do love fighting the Team Rocket. Me too. <laughs> Yes, um, I do not love catching, a, but Russ, Russ's advice was just to shiny check them, which is you know click on everyone, and if it's not shiny, leave. But I also have a perpetually full item bag, and um, mm-hmm. I also I'll often just have a quest that's like catch ten Pokemon, right. so might as well catch them and mm-hmm. then turn them into candy, so that when I get that shiny, 
I can get that golden snake. Yeah. Same. Oh, Turn yeah. you into candy. <laughs> Listen, I we're just rehabilitating them. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to this episode of the Polycon Show. If you liked it, please do give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate everyone who does that. Hopefully, it'll just take you a couple seconds. Hopefully, you already know exactly what you want to say. You don't have to try hard to be funny or anything. We certainly don't. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been The Polygon Show. The Polygon Show is part of the Vox Media Podcast Network. Our producer is Ross Miller, and our editor and co-producer is Jelani Carter. Theme music by Miles Yule.